Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Figuring It All Out, episode number five. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, episode number five. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Had a productive week. Played badminton on Monday. Fresh tournament. How did yeah. that go? Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> the gym's been closed, so I've been having to go to a new gym. Yeah, it's alright. Hasn't been ideal. Still got the session gym, sessions in. Now, badminton's annoying, because it's like, the games are so close. Okay, apart from maybe like the second game, I think you won by like five points. Yeah. Was it like the third game? We went to like 24-24. The last game, yeah. It's just a ridiculous... Um, like, it, it's so close, it's just... It's annoying when you lose. I'd rather just lose by a, a longer margin. It's good, it's competitive, it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, the gym's been closed, that's been annoying. So I've been having to maybe travel out to go to a different gym. But I broke my 66kg barrier from a cut. Oh sure. So that's sixty six kg for like three weeks. What did you start on when you when you started just eighty four kilos. So I needed twenty kilos down. But yeah, so I'm just under sixty six now, sixty sixty five point five. The goal is sixty three. Don't know how long that's gonna take. But yeah, it's been a good week. How about sure. yourself? I was thinking about this earlier. It's been quite mundane. Yeah. Why? I've not done much. Well on badminton. Actually, no, I went on a run on Tuesday. I just feel like it's just been a kind of busy week, and apart from those two things, um, I've just been working. As you know, I had the sports massage yesterday, that was nice, painful. But yeah, it's just been a slow week. But it's, we're here today, so this might top off the week. What's on the agenda for today's episode then? So, for today's episode, we are exploring the question what do you want from life? Quite a broad question. Yeah, and I don't think we'll have all the answers, but we're going to try our best to at least think about it and put some questions to each other and that maybe you guys can ask yourselves. And the aim of the question isn't to figure it out all from these questions, but it's to kind of put you on the, the thought path to think about what do you actually want from life if you were to ask these questions. Yeah, I think that can also relate to like not from just life as a whole, but maybe what do you want from life in the next year, in the next two years, in the next five years? Like it's quite difficult to think. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true because I think as time goes on, your things, your answers will change. Yeah. So yeah, maybe what do you want from life at this current point in time? <laughs> that's how we'll uh, word it. Are you asking me that? No, I'm going to ask you some questions. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> One sec, because I wrote my notes in a separate folder. Alright, so these questions are quite deep and I think we've obviously both wrote our own individual kind of answers to the questions. So it's, as you said, it's, it's broad as well. So we want, I want to just figure out how do you measure success? And obviously this is personal to everyone. But if you were to measure, to define how you measure it, how would you measure it? So I think the easiest way how I, I do it First, having measurable goals. Mm. And then setting a time limit on these goals, whether that's six months, a year. And then if I've achieved those goals, then to me, that's success. Yeah. So, as, as an example, I was talking about the weight loss earlier. When I make it to 63 kilos, mm-hmm. which has been my goal for the past... You've been here for a while, 
Yeah, it wasn't the goal at the beginning, but obviously over time, as of the goal was sixty six. Okay. So. And then that changed to sixty three because obviously I'm looking at myself and like, okay, I want to get a bit leaner. So I'll change the goalposts have moved, but mm-hmm. once I get to sixty three kilos, to me that's the goal achieved, and then that's success for that goal. So would you say there's from your perspective, you've got short term success goals and then long term? Yeah, definitely. So and obviously. Each goal is related to a different area in life. So, mm-hmm. my fitness goals, my goals with my family, or yeah. my life goals, different. But I will kind of, whether written down or in my head, I'll have a timeline on when I'd like to have achieved that specific goal. So, mm-hmm. in the most simplest way of explaining it, then I'd say, yeah, like having a time, immeasurable goals with some form of time limit attached to them. Fair enough. How about you? Um, I've never been one to set goals. Yeah. So I've always thought, like I've always tried to set goals, but I've even never followed them through out of complacency or, I don't know, and I always think that, that's such a big thing that people always say is like set goals, measurable ones as well, and set dates, but I've never been good with any of those things. But uh, when I was thinking, how do I measure success? And if I could put it into one word, I thought of happiness. Um, just being like overall happy. And that's like such a like shit way of putting it to some degree. But then I thought, okay, if I could break it down into like a sentence. I wrote, um, being happy with what I do, and where I am in life and how I'm feeling. And now you can... With success, as you mentioned, you can like branch it off into different things. So I thought, well, personal happiness and then like professional, so like with professional attire and career, like in those two areas, am I happy? And then if I was to be happy in both of those areas or just one or the other, then one of them would be a success or not. But so if we had like a, I was thinking of it like a, a circle and say like that circle is success. And then the main kind of point for me in that middle of that circle is happiness and that kind of branches off into different areas so then do you uh, do you look at success and, and happiness as intertwined or the, the same thing? yeah intertwined because i was looking at the questions and we had we've got one question later on which is what is your idea of happiness and i was intertwining both success for me is being happy see i, I don't look at it that way because i feel like I could be successful with some form of goal, but it's not guaranteed that that success could bring me happiness. I feel like I, have, I look at happiness as something within itself. Okay, yeah, as a separate entity. Yeah, not related to my success, because in the past I might have been successful in something, but I might generally just not have been happy in life. Does that mean I'm not successful? Yeah, and that, that's such a, it's such a difficult question for that reason. Like, I couldn't, and it's just different for everyone. It, I just thought success for me, the first thing I think of is how happy, I'm, how happy am I? And I know like growing up, I always used to link it with money, mm. success. But then I realised that, and I mentioned this in an earlier podcast episode, that m- money just gives us a form of freedom to allow us to do things, go places, buy fancy things. But it doesn't give me happiness. But I think 
people use money as a, a measurement of success. But for me, yeah, I, I, just, I do think, for me, they're intertwined, success and happiness. So sticking on to the topic of happiness, why is happiness so important to you? So again, so I broke it down into professional and personal branches. So, and within those, there's like subcategories, how I like to think of them. So, for example, for personal, I, I mentioned a few things that I thought bring me happiness, which then I deem as successful. So mental health, making sure that, you know, my mind is in a sound place. I'm having more ups than down days. I think, because with mental health, it's such a, a tricky one because you're never constantly going to be happy. There's always going to be days where you feel defeated. But I looked at it from the perspective of if I can have more of the positive days than the down days, I think that's like a, a small win or, or a big win. And I, I deem that a success. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I've intertwined the both two things. Um, maybe there's some what confusion. I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is, yeah, where has that intertwined come from? Like, why is why why do you look at success and happiness as combined? Whereas I'm trying to figure out because I don't look at it that way. So I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That's the thing. That's that's what I struggle with. I, I've always just associated. Okay, I wouldn't say always, but I feel I feel like as I've kind of got older and I think about things a bit more deeper deeper. I've just intertwined them both and I just think, well, if I, for me to label myself as someone who is successful, a big part of that or like the overarching thing is happiness. So I think it's, for me, it's like the, the primary focus, but obviously that can also embody loads of other things. Like for you, you've got short-term and long-term goals, which you deem as successful. So if you was, if you was to achieve something, but it didn't bring you happiness. In your mind, then, would you be labelling that as not a success? When you put it like that, no, it would be a success, but it's... When I think of success as a whole, the overarching thing, as I said, was happiness. Like That's the biggest factor. So, yeah, I might have, like, many successes um, around it, but I think, like, the overarching thing for me is... If, if, I, if I start something and... It, and it takes off and it does well, but it doesn't bring me happiness. Yeah, it's a success, but then it's like I've got to be honest with myself. Like, does it make me happy as well? Okay. It's quite convoluted. I feel like we could probably get into happiness as a subject on its own in another episode. So just an idea to note down. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a big one. But as well as that, with the happiness leading into success, like physical health, yeah. all these things bring me like, Happiness, which then feeds into that whole success criteria. So for me, I'd say if I was to define happiness, what my idea of happiness is, I have wrote it down. So having time freedom. Yeah, I've, I've wrote that. <laughs> yeah, so to have enough, to be in control of my own time. So I can spend more time with my family. Yep. Um, financial freedom and so not just having the time but having the financial means to do whatever I please whether mm -hmm. that's oh you're not a fancy going 
to a different country tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Just being able to do whatever I want to do. And then physical health, not just for myself, but for my family as well. So you put um, time with happiness, um, the way you spend your time. I feel like having time freedom and also financial freedom, in my, in my mind, I feel like that would give me happiness to be able to do the things I want to do in life and achieve the things I want to achieve in life. Like I, My goals and the things I want to achieve, mm-hmm. I do need time and I need money to achieve them. No, that's, that's true. It's, it's weird because maybe my notes or maybe the way I, I thought about it initially was wrong and now that we're having the discussion, it's, it's opening you know, a different thought process. But I put being able to spend time on whatever you want in the success category rather than happiness. Yeah, so then so I, don't, I wouldn't say it's wrong. It's just we're looking at it as, from a different angle. Yeah. Because, yeah, with, with time, it's, it's a commodity that you never really get back. And being able to spend that on things that you really enjoy in life it does bring happiness as well. But I think to get, that, to get to that point where you can do that, you need to be successful in some way, shape or form. Yeah, you you must have like succeeded in something to be able to give you that time. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But so I wrote physical, mental, um, for the personal, for happiness, and I wrote relationships as well. So I'm an ex. I was gonna say extrovert. <laughs> I'm an introvert, like wholeheartedly a proper introvert. And one of the biggest things that leads to my happiness is maintaining the current relationships I have with friends. So I have like very few friends, but the ones that I do have, um, I do try to keep those relationships and that's a personal happiness for me. I think there's like probably like one or two times in our lifetime where we've not spoke for like a long period of time. Mm. Um, so that's, uh, I think that's a, a happiness goal for me that leads to success is maintaining relationships. Cause I feel like as you get older, you don't really have, well, I'm speaking from my perspective as an introvert, I don't really get many, many more opportunities to make friends. And if I look at it from a selfish perspective, I don't really want to. I'm at the point where I've got like a circle of friends where I'm happy with and we all kind of in, understand each other. So I wouldn't, I'm not the kind of person to go out my way to find more f- friends. It's funny you mention this because last night I was having a chat with my wife about friends and I was ask, basically asking the same thing. Is it selfish for me to want to just have friends who bring value into my life? Okay. So, yeah, just a thought. <laughs> we touched on that about didn't we? Right at the start, like on Monday. Yeah, yeah briefly. No, I, I think I think as you get older, you realise obviously the importance of your time, and then it's difficult to. <clears throat> I think when we were younger, you can have large groups of friends and different groups of friends, and you can go out with them. Throughout the, throughout the week, many times. But as you get older, it's like, my time's limited now. Time's limited and um, your your perspective changes on what you want from life as well. And I think if it doesn't align with other people to some degree, then you kind of get to a point where you might not have as much in common with them. Yeah. Which can kind of leads, leads to the fall off in seeing them and whatnot. But um, the other thing that I wrote down was spirituality. Um, and this was a difficult one. I didn't know what to write for it, but I knew it was an important thing. So I... Wait, do you have something to say? No, I'll let you finish. All right, so I'm a Muslim. We're Muslims. Um, so I wrote... 
trying to practice more and I'm going to get my words muddled up, but when I'm more spiritual and focusing more on religion, there is a sense of, I wouldn't say happiness, but ease. You're at ease. And that funnels into this word of happiness that I'm so focused on today. Um, yeah. I'm still struggling to kind of define it, but I know it, it, it plays a big part in how I am as a person as I've got older. I never really used to focus on religion as much when I was growing up. But as I've got older, it's starting to kind of shape me into the person I am today. Yeah, I'm, so I feel like the, the, well, the title of this podcast is What Do You Want From Life? For me, to answer that question, it does boil down to religion for me. Because, mm. like you said, we're Muslims, so we believe in the afterlife. Yeah. And the main thing that I do want from life is to make it to the afterlife. Yeah. So then whatever I, whatever goals or things that I set out to do in life, ultimately, they're to help me to reach... That goal. That goal. I guess you could measure that as a success as well. Yeah. (laughs) You really should. But like you said, like that comes with practicing more. That's something I'm trying to keep on top of. And it's difficult. It does get hard, but... It does, and I think it's just a case of, as you said, practicing more, expanding the knowledge, and doing the little things. Again, it's not a case of you're going to go from not practicing to practicing every day. It's impossible because, as humans, we're inherently flawed. Um, but I've, one thing I have tried is cutting out, you know, all the little habits. So listening to less music, and replacing that with like a podcast, which, it, again, it doesn't have to be about religion or anything it could be more informative just going back to the friends thing as well I think the number one thing that will help not just with getting close to religion or anything else is surrounding yourself with people who are on the same path yeah no it does help I think when it's not so much bad influences but if you have things around you which you know are wrong or they don't align with your religion it makes it less easier for you to practice. I feel like it's one of those things like where, where if you're in a work environment, you're there to work. So we are products of our environment. So if you're in an environment which is more focused on a specific thing, you're going to kind of go towards that naturally. So I think we can probably talk about religion a lot more in another episode. So sticking to this episode's topic, I want to ask you something. If you had to say there was one thing that gets you out of bed in the morning, what would it be? <laughs> I wrote a few things for this. <laughs> um, All right, so the most stupid one is work, because obviously that's a given. We've got to get up for work. Um, but when I thought about it, it's a new day and it's a new opportunity. So it's that you're not dead, but there's that phrase, uh, carpe diem seize the day so I feel like there's, there's been so many days in the past where I've just felt defeated and I've let that I've let that kind of trajectory be the same where I just feel defeated defeated week, week goes on week goes on and nothing ever changes but now and this technically isn't what actually gets me out of bed in the morning but it's it's a thought process 
of now that I have. It's a new day. At least try and be better than the last day. So maybe yesterday I didn't do as much as I could have. But then today, be better than I was yesterday. And that's kind of how I look at things. So, yeah, it's not like a physical thing. It's more like a mental thing I've tried to get, my, get myself into. And it helps that when you have things that you'd like to achieve, getting up is easier. And we mentioned this, I think, was it in the last one or the, the episode before? Throughout the time that we've known each other, I've always been that person who slept in all the time yeah. and it's been lazy. But there's been like a shift where I know that we record this podcast now on a Friday and I know we do it in the morning. I'm up, I'm ready. Don't have to message me to see if I'm up so you're not knocking outside the door. Um, so many times we're going somewhere, <laughs> going to the gym, and I'm just like, I've just woken up and he's just outside my house. I have to message you. I'm like, are you awake? Yeah, and and it sounds silly, but when you have these things that you'd like to do, I said I don't set goals, but these things that you want to achieve, it makes getting up easier because then you've got something on the agenda, something to look forward to. Like I enjoy shooting this podcast, so I'm I'm there, I'm ready for it, and yeah, work's a given, but. When I know I have to be up, like for example, uh, badminton, I'm up early. I just know I need to need to do it. So those are the things that have been recently kind of getting me out of bed in the morning, knowing that I want to do X, Y, Z. That kind of pulls me out of bed. Because if I don't do it, time, as I said, it's a commodity that we don't get back. So just, just got to keep on grinding, I guess. Just good answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about you? I'll get you out of bed in the morning. Not gonna lie, there's sometimes I'm in bed the night before and I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm excited to eat breakfast in the morning, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So my breakfast is porridge. Mm. Protein powder. And I'm just I, I say to my wife, I can't wait to eat porridge in the morning. So I'm going to sleep. I go to porridge every day. Or most, like, like maybe six days. I find it so tedious sometimes. You need my porridge recipe. But yeah, so <laughs> sometimes I go to bed and I'm excited because my porridge is delicious, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, it's nice. I'm pretty sure I make porridge the same as you. No, you don't. <laughs> Mine tastes incredible. So anyway, with that aside, <laughs> yeah. I'd say, similar to what you said about the having goals, but I guess it's a life goal for me. So I know where I want to be in 30 years, 40 years, and mm. I know it's going to take a lot of hard work to get there. So, And obviously these goals mean so much to me, like my my why and the reason behind them is so powerful that it makes me not want to quit and it makes me motivated to achieve them and yeah there's some days I don't want to get out of bed but on those days I can just think I just think in my head if I just lie in bed now I'm not going to make it to where I want to be me getting to where I need to be is not going to happen if I stay in bed and yeah. that it gets me out of bed but then there's some days where it's difficult to get out of bed and there's some days where I'm excited to get out of bed and if I'm comparing the two, the days I'm excited to get out of bed is because I've got something interesting I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So when we first started this podcast, I was excited to the point where I would just jump out of bed because I'm, like, I can't wait to start writing down the notes or yeah. the day where we're shooting. And so yeah, like having something which I'm passionate about, something which makes me feel excited that I want to get up and work towards or even um, I want to go to bed early just so I can so tomorrow comes quicker and I can work on it yeah that's true so yeah just having a goal and something exciting to work on and then a delicious breakfast to wake up to <laughs> <laughs> under the question of what, what is your idea of happiness 
Go on. Did you have anything for professional? Um, I guess being financially free ties in with my happiness and that could be related to professional. Because mm-hmm. obviously to be financially free, I'd need to be doing something which brought me major success in my professional life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say that. Now, okay. because I wrote notes on it, but now that we've gone through this, um, the start of this podcast, mm. I want to save the idea of happiness for another episode. Okay. So we're just we're scheduling that for a future release now. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I read something funny off Reddit, and it was because uh, I wanted to know what how other people measure success, mm. and so, <laughs> someone on Reddit put. Being able to stare off in the distance when they put gas into their car. <laughs> That's how they measure success. Nice, ready. I found that was quite funny. Because it's interesting learning about how other people define it. Yeah, see, I tried... When we first said we are going to talk about measuring you know, this podcast and that was one of the questions, I did search it and then I quickly stopped myself because I wanted to be able to provide the answer which comes from here. Yeah. So I didn't look into it. But I looked into it after. I was like, okay, so let me see. I don't think this podcast title should be How Do You Measure Success? <laughs> thing. You think? To some degree, yeah. Because we put What Do You Want From Life? But I think we're, when we think about it, we're, we're defining how we measure success. But I guess you'll know what we decide to make the title of this podcast when it's uploaded. Right. Food for thought. I've got another question for you. Go on then. So, speaking about success, happiness, mm-hmm. and touched on goals. Yeah. If there's one thing that you'd say is holds you back or is holding you back, it's a, well, it's a few be? things. Um, kind of ties into the book as well that we're reading. Okay. Fear is the exceptional friend of people. Is that the word title? Fear is a friend of exceptional oh, yeah. people. So fear? Yeah, fear is one. Uh, that ties in with embarrassment due to failure, which is touched on in the book quite heavily. Um, kind of don't want to go into it, but yeah. I know in, in one part of the book he said, trying is a form of success. If you put something out there, you've succeeded. Um, yeah, so, I wrote, so fear of failure, putting yourself out there, and embarrassment due to failure. So those are the things that hold me back. And so we're in this kind of content creation space. And when we do things like this podcast, we have to put ourselves out there. So we open ourselves up for kind of exposure and other people's opinions. And if you're not thick-skinned, which I'd like to think I am to some degree, but you never really know until you're in that position when, you're having, when, you, when you've got comments coming your way and opinions. Uh, do I actually fear what other people think about me and how I come across? Because I know for a fact that there's times when we're recording that I've not articulated myself well or I've not said something or I may come across as confusing. So like, for example, at the start, we were talking about, you know, how we measure success. Um, But that's just my opinion. And I I mentioned happiness as kind of like the overarching theme. And you mentioned, you you know, you've got short-term and long-term goals. but all it is is an opinion, and it's my opinion. But there's an, when you put yourself out there, there's, there's an element of fear uh, for me. And 
the other one is embarrassment of failure. So if this, but then I guess it depends how you look at that because we're putting this podcast out there and for me, there's no kind of, I haven't got a goal set with the podcast in terms of like how many subscribers that I'd like us to have or where we'd like it to go. We're kind of just doing it because we enjoy it. Um, but it's because, but because you're putting yourself out there publicly, you don't want to fail as well. And people will have an opinion on whether you're successful or if you're a failure. And they kind of do that by metrics. Like how many views do you get or how many subscribers do you have? But these are all internal fears that I have, which I realise that some are rational, some are irrational, and they will go with time. Um, but those were... A, so the question was, what are you holding on to? But I think I'm talking in the past tense. Those are the things that used to hold me back. So what's holding you back now? Um... I don't think there is as much now because I'm, you know, I'm putting myself out there, we're creating the content. So those fears still linger around. And so, th- so think of, think of something you want to achieve that you haven't, aren't doing right now. What's holding you back from achieving that? Uh, I wouldn't say anything like in particular because I'm doing everything. Like there's, there's still a few things that I'd like to do, but I think that's just finding the time, um, and it's actually getting up and doing it. Um, so a bit of laziness. But from the fear aspect, I think that will linger for a bit longer. I think it's always there. And when we touch on the book and we realise that it's just like a, a natural human instinct, um, it kind of makes sense. And um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else because there were some really good quotes from that book. And <clears> I'm still reading it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not holding on to anything right now which is holding me back um, for definite. Like I used to, as I mentioned, like all the, those fears of failure and embarrassment. Um, so in essence, I'm I'm good to go. How about you? Are you holding are you holding on to anything, which is holding I'd you say back. Fear is always going to be there, no matter how much you try and overcome it. It's mm-hmm. always going to be there. So yeah, there is a always an element of fear, but just from the book alone, I've learned so much about. Trying to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, Self doubt. It's. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I I I tend to doubt myself a lot, and it takes a lot of effort to overcome that. Would you think? Do you think self doubt and fear of failure intertwine with each other? No, I don't think they do because I feel like my self doubt comes from not feeling like I'm good enough. Like for okay. example. I was watching a YouTube video yesterday and the cinematic, cinematics on the video was amazing. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I want to get into making YouTube videos. I'm just looking at the video and like my inner voice would be like, yeah, you can't make videos that good. And then afterwards, once that's all finished, I have to convince myself, no, you could if you just start and practice and yeah. it might take your time. And then after I've done all that, you know, it takes a lot of effort. But yeah, so self-doubt. Uh, fear and those are the two main things mm-hmm. and then to overcome those yeah I'll just keep fighting that inner voice and it does take effort like active effort, effort you can't just sit there and not like fight back yeah you have to like like that inner voice when that inner voice comes and fills your head with negative thoughts a... you have to in your head, you have to fight back the inner voice, and that takes a lot of energy. So, 
Yeah, it's it's like we mentioned in another episode. It's just consistently showing up no matter what. And eventually you'll get to the point where the, that fear is, it gets smaller and smaller over time. The hardest to think back to when we first started this podcast and all that fear and nerves. And like, yeah, there's still some now, but it's um it's subsided substantially since we first started. It's a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, it's a lot easier to deal with. And then I think obviously as the podcast grows and eventually where we'd like to take it, there'll be more fears that'll come along the way. As you get more people viewing, I kind of like subconsciously think, oh, what, what do all these people think when they watch the video? What do they think of us? What do they think of the conversation? Are we bringing any value to them? Do, do they think that we're just, you know, talking nonsense? But that's just your mind playing tricks on you, I guess, to some degree. It goes back to fighting that inner voice. Yep. Okay, another question. What is one thing that you want to leave in the world after you're gone? I found it so hard. Even though it's so easy to some degree. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it, it was an easy answer for me because I've thought about it for so long. Yeah. And it's weird to say because right now I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. But I always used to think in my mind, is what I'm doing going to be a good example for my future kids? Is mm-hmm. it gonna, am I going to be able to look after my future kids with whatever I'm doing? Yeah. So yeah, like I want to leave a good example for my mm-hmm. kids, um, for my family. And something that's lasting. So with these videos, it's something that, you know, maybe one day my kids can look back and watch and gain some knowledge or anything valuable. Yeah. And then also I wrote down here, so going back to having a lasting impact, that could be through your work and through charity. So yeah. my goal is to set things up which benefit me even after I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, and that ties into religion as well. Yeah, so that's basically it. Mm-hmm. So leave a good example for my kids mm-hmm. and have a lasting lasting impact through my work and charitable work. Yeah. Okay, quite similar. What was yours? It was similar. So, well, <laughs> the cliche saying is, and even though it's cliche, leave the world in a better place than you found it. But I think when you put it into that context, it makes it easier to think about. But yeah, I, so with the podcast, we'll just like, Creating content which is valuable to people now and even after I'm gone or I don't make content for whatever reason, if people came across a video of ours or mine, they gain something from it and it leads them onto doing better things. And then, as you mentioned, building, build, being part of a bigger project. So maybe that's building a school in a country where it, uh, they lack you know, education facilities. Just something that will benefit the, the generation after us and from a religious perspective we believe that when you do things like that it benefits us when we're gone yeah. which just aids to the success I just remembered when you asked at the beginning what do you want from life yeah. I didn't really touch on what did my, my direct answer did not ask you for a minute I don't know if you did, but before we finish, <laughs> yeah, I've got down here to help people. Okay. If I can change just one person's life, then to me, I've achieved success. My goal of 
helping someone or helping people. Yeah, because I guess that one person could go on to help thousands. And it's like it kind of gone through you. Yeah, just that's for me, it just I, I find it fulfilling, like yeah, helping someone. Yeah, it's um, I guess well, that's why teachers must love their jobs. They're setting up the new generation and passing down knowledge. And then those children are going to go on to be, you don't know where people are going to end up. They're going to change the world. So, um, so before we finish, then. This song's let's, really blinding me today. Let's summarise these questions. So whoever is watching can maybe have a crack at answering them themselves. Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a muddled episode. I feel like we went back and forth. No, I feel like it was good. Some, it was a good conversation. So I'll read the questions out. So the first one is, very bored, what do you want from life? Second one, how do you measure success? What is your idea of happiness? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What are you holding on to that's holding you back? And finally, what is one thing you want to leave in the world after you're gone? I think that's all of them. Fantastic. All right, well, it's been a pleasure. Thank <clears throat> you for everyone who's tuned in. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yep. See you later.